Hello world and welcome to Cartridge Club Portable. I'm your host, Curtis Friesland. This month, my very special guest is the winner of our August Dealer's Choice drawing and the man I know very little about, at Five Game Suicide. Now, I'd love to address you by something other than Five Game Suicide. Do you have something I can call you by? Oh yeah, you definitely call me Marmel. Marmel? Absolutely. You got it. How you doing, Marmel? I'm doing pretty well. Pretty well. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. I'm glad we were able to make this happen. I know you're a, a busy man, so I appreciate you setting aside this time for my humble little podcast. Oh, I am I am just I am absolutely taken back that you've actually asked me to be on this little humble podcast, as oh. you like to call it. Well, we had to. You won you won the poll. I had to have the person who picked the games on the podcast. It only made sense. That's true. <laughs> so, Marmel, tell me, I'm, I'm guessing, is that your, that's not your name, is it? Oh, no, no, it, uh, it's a good, actually, it's a good handle. Oh, yeah, it was actually a handle given to me by, uh, by my sister when she was three. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't quite sound, couldn't quite say my name, and that's what came out. <laughs> Fantastic, I love it. It's like Rain Man. Exactly. Yeah. So this is this leads me into a, a, a good little uh, segue here because I know very little about you. You sound like you're not American. Is that a is that a fair guess? Um. Well, see, that's uh, technically you'd be right. The accent is not from America. However, my papers say that I was born in America. <laughs> say what? <laughs> Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, you were born in America? Born in America. And then uh Dad got stationed in England with the uh with the military. And then oh. he stayed there for eighteen years. <laughs> Army brat. Okay. Uh, pretty much. Wow. And so you, you you were born in America and you grew up in in London? Where'd you where'd you grow up? Yeah, about an hour north of London, uh Northampton, okay. around that area. Well, this is great. Yeah. I hope I'm not revealing too much. I'm just very fascinated by you, as I'm sure our audience is. Oh, yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. And I, more people know uh, know about me in the community. Uh, a lot of people would have known about me a little bit earlier. I was planning on going to uh, to Cartridge Con Chicago, but uh, work came up with other reasons. I had to go to school, so I missed everything. I was a little bit salty about that. <laughs> Yeah, well, me too. So we're in the same boat. But I, I am pushing very hard. And this is for all of you out there, Cartridge Clubbers. C320, what, 19? L.A. Los Angeles, baby. California. Oh, I could get on board with that, quite honestly. I mean, come on. It's a perfect tourist town. You want to bring your kids. You got Disneyland and Knott's Berry Farm, SeaWorld. I mean, it's everything's right there. And then we can all do the cartridge club stuff. Plus, you got the city. There's all the touristy. Oh, it's just it's it's great. I'm I'm making a play for LA 2019 C3. Yeah, that doesn't sound that bad to me, quite honestly. I can go major airport to major airport quite easily. Boom. So I'm I'm very excited because I feel like this. I feel like I don't know. And I apologize if you're very well known in the cartridge club. 
Um, but to me, you're not. So I feel very excited. I feel like this is the, the five-game suicide coming out party. Like, we get to introduce you to the world. That's true. <laughs> yeah, because this month's CC Portable Game of the Month, we played Elite Beat Agents for the Nintendo DS, which you chose as part of our Dealer's Choice poll, where the winner, a bunch of people submitted games, and I chose one of the winners, and then we voted on your four games. You won that vote, and we voted on your four games. Do you remember your four games you put out there? I do, indeed. Uh, let's see. It was Elite Beat Agents, mm-hmm. uh, Bowser's Inside Story, yes. uh, Jet Grind Radio for the Game Boy Advance, and uh, Advance Wars, uh, Dual Strike. For the DS, yeah. Yes, for the DS. Now, that's a solid list there. Do you care to give us a little insight on how you picked those four games? Well, let's see. So, Advance Wars Dual Strike is probably one of my favorite for the DS. Just because I, I I love the Advance Wars series. So, Dual, Dual Strike seemed to be a... Seemed to be a good one. I had the most perks out of the, out of the series at, at that point. It seemed that that was like the pinnacle of advanced wars gotcha. um, and that's like a tactics for people who don't know that's like a tactics based game kind of like fire emblem yeah. very much so very yeah. much so uh jet grind radio for the uh, game boy advance i remember picking that up when i was a kid because jet grind radio is probably like one of my favorite franchises out there like it 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 really did speak to me on the Dreamcast. In fact, it's actually the only Dreamcast game that I have. Don't have a Dreamcast, but I have Jet Grind Radio. Yeah, that's funny. See, it, and it, I'm interested by this pick because how does it translate to the Game Boy Advance? Is it any good? It's very interesting. It's a, it's it's an isometric kind of skater, kind okay. of like what, um, what Tony Hawk's was right. on the both and the the missions are more streamlined um they cut away a bit of the like hey you could go over here or over here um but the story's still the same and the, the soundtrack which quite honestly is the selling point for everything of that game is there and portable so like that was i thought people would get a kick out of that one as well uh for those that haven't really even knew it came out on the GBA. Yeah, great choices. And then Bowser's Inside Story, unfortunately lost as well. We have yet to play a full-fledged turn-based RPG on CC Portable, but perhaps one day. I, I, I'll be honest, I don't put them on the polls a lot, if at all, uh, because I, I, I like to keep my portable games short, just like the podcast. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, it was either that or Riviera, the Promised Land, and that one also another turn-based kind of RPG, which is all right. It's 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 a it's a good one. Bit of a bit of a square, bit of a Final Fantasy knockoff, but gotcha. it's good though. <laughs> well, I have to say, of your four games, I am very happy that Elite Beat Agents won. This is a game that I've heard nothing but solid praise for for years. And I finally got the chance to play it. I'll, I didn't even own it before the podcast. In fact, I didn't find it until about halfway through August at the Game on Expo. 
uh, in Arizona. Um, but nonetheless, love this game. Why Elite Beat Agents? What, what can you give us on this one? Oh, boy. Elite Beat Agents first came onto my radar back in, I want to say, middle school when my buddy had it for DS. And he is big into the Japanese rhythm games, huge into them. So, of course, this was natural for him to pick up. And that's where I, where my exposure to it, to it came. And it just, it just stuck with me. I, it, it's one of those games that even way back, it's still one that when it came up, like, oh, Elite B Agents, I was like, yes, perfect. That sounds great. That's like a great idea. Yeah. So I, I, actually, I actually have to tip my hat to uh, Mr. Matt Bandy on that one. I'm going to say it was, it, it was Matt Bandy who threw it out there first with his first poll. Matt Bandy has been a very strong supporter of Elite Beat Agents. And, uh, in fact, I think it was him who turned me on to knowing about it. You know, I guess I had heard about it, but he was the one who praised it and said, you got to play this game, you got to play this game, you got to play this game. So, as luck should have it, August, CC Portable, episode 15, we did get to play it. Oh, yes. So, I I guess we could could name this one the the Matt Bandy Appreciation Podcast. <laughs> there you go. Matt Bandy, he gets a lot of shout-outs on the, on the CCP. Absolutely. Well he's, deserved. He's, he's very vocal, and we love you, Matt. So let's talk about Elite Beat Agents for a little bit. Let's talk about uh, the history, first and foremost, give you guys a little backstory on this game. It was originally released in North America on November 6th, 2006, um, I kept that. Did you see what the outline says? <laughs> uh, mm, yep. <laughs> Clearly a copy and paste job. It's, I'm going to read this for the audience <laughs> so they can hear. Originally released in North America on November 6, 2006, a little over a year after its predecessor, Fall of the Foot Clan, which was released in August of 1990. So, uh, yeah, I did a little copy and paste from the last <laughs> episode. <laughs> Normally, I cover my tracks pretty well, but I'm, I'm definitely caught see, here. <laughs> see, that that 16-year window is what we needed to, to really, really appreciate what Elite Beat Agents was going to give us. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Ninja Turtles, they really went in a different direction over those 16 years. <laughs> uh, they turned from turtles into these, like, uh, disco dancer guys. I, yeah. Okay. They clean up. They got suits, ties, suits, I, ties, I, hats, everything. I, I definitely think it was a a move into the positive direction in corporate. Yeah, you know, they're they're <laughs> subverting our expectations. So, uh, more power to them. Anyway, obviously that was yeah, that didn't happen. I just screwed up on the outline there, but that's pretty funny. No, <laughs> back to elite beat agents. So I'm gonna butcher this next part. It is the spiritual sequel to Asu Tatake Oyendan, a Japanese Sound? rhythm game that was released in 2005, just a year before. And it shared many common elements with it. I'm sure the uh, how you played the game with the stylus, I'm, that's what they're referring to. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, that's the history of the game, so not much to it. It's a very simple game. It's like sushi. Very simple, but lots of depth and that's what i love about it so let's talk about the story for a second now this one's weird this is uh, this is a very japanese game in the best way it's very quirky 
very stylish, very absurd. Um, I'm sure there's many other adjectives I can think of to describe it, but I'm going to go with those ones for right now. Uh, this game follows the Elite Beat Agents, a secret agency that uses the power of song, dance, and encouragement to help out those in need around the world, like a government agency of cheerleaders. Yep, that I, I think that nailed it on the head. They just, it's kind of like, oh no, the, the kids won't behave. Um, where's Superman? Oh, he's stopping a bank robber. Okay, well, I guess these guys? <laughs> Good old... What was it? Was it Commander Commander Khan or General Khan? Or I, yeah, Commander Khan, I think, right? The guy that Bob sends him out. Go! <laughs> he's he's just sitting to the most boring police scanner, <laughs> just like oh, I've been there, guys. <laughs> there's there's some kids that are misbehaving, or a dog needs get home. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's the best. We, we we'll get into that stuff in a second. So that's the story. Let's just talk about the game. You ready to jump into the game, Marmel? Oh, yeah. Chat me up. Talk to me about Elite Beat Agents. Do you want to... Maybe we should explain how the game works. I mean, we talked about... We gave the story, but to really get an understanding of, of what you're getting yourself into when you play this game. <sighs> right. So, we'll say this is a... Uh, this, you know, on the surface, it's a bit of your run-of-the-mill... Uh, your run-of-the-mill run game. Uh, hit the markers... Um, when they are in time with the meeting. Uh, however, the markers are not little arrows up, down, left, and right, sliding across the screen. No, there they are. They are balls that appear all over the screen, so it requires you to actually have some hand-eye coordination. Um, however, you are uh, in luck because things that goes in around the circles that actually help you. Uh, the closer the ring gets to the ball is more uh, cue. You need to tap that ball and goes along with the music. Uh, it does help if you do have rhythm because uh, they're all on beat with, with the songs, which is, which is great. And I think that's actually what, uh, what helps, what makes the fun of it. Uh, you have, uh, let's see, they, what they, so they say, they say on here on a reliable, uh, Monsieur Wiki, uh, there's hit marks, that's little balls. There's phrase markers that you, uh, I guess you hold it down, it kind of like holds in DDR or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, Arrow yeah, slides. Yeah, okay. yeah cool. I guess that's called a phrase marker. Okay. And then the spin markers that the disc pops up on the screen requires you to spin the circle around as quick as you can until you fill up uh, the light meter at the, at the top, requires you saying that you've successfully done that part of the dance move, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, all of these uh, hit in time with the music. You ran score. Uh, as long as you have your your yeah meter at the top full at the end of the level, uh, you get a successful mission complete. And then you get ranked uh, with arbitrary numbers that may feel bad. You know, you thought you did really well. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, you gotta be like the best to get uh, anything above a C. I mean, I maybe got a couple Bs, I guess. It's like an A to an F scale, right? Yeah, like S is the best or something. For some oh, S. Yeah, yeah, reason S. yeah, yeah. I'm still not a hundred percent on board with. 
But, I mean, that's how we rank things. <laughs> you know what I love about this game, though, is... So there's all that, which maybe sounds a little complicated, but it's actually really simple when you play it. But it's a stylus-heavy game, so you're, you're using your stylus. But the thing I love is when a game commits to using the stylus, it's always best when there's very little other buttons used. I like, like this game, you literally only need to use the stylus. I love that. It's the simplicity of it. I don't got to worry about anything else. All I got to worry about is tapping that little screen, hitting the buttons, you know, at the right time. That's it. Oh, and uh, when, when, when it came to DS, the games that stuck solely to the stylus or solely to the buttons and ignored the stylus uh, prevailed, honestly. And the ones that tried to be creative and use a bit of both, yeah, they kind of fell flat some, some sometimes. Yeah, and they're just not as fondly remembered. That's true. You know, so props to this one because... Cranking out a, a good stylus game is not easy to do, in my estimation. And this one succeeded in that regard. I agree with full-heartedly with that. Yeah. So we got 15 songs or episodes in this game. And this was the thing. This is what got me. I think this is what eked its way into my tiny little black heart and made me fall in love with this game. It's, it's this the little mini stories that explain each of these songs and why we're keeping the beat and why the elite beat agents are dancing. It's these problems that they're, they're solving. So you get almost like a little comic book mini movie where it shows comic panels and it's always something ridiculous. Um, you know, what, what, what are some, some of the examples? Uh, the first one was what the girl wanted to, have a boyfriend down, but had the babysit at the same time. Like, oh no, I want him to stay, but right. the kids are acting up. Um, see, goodness. Um, there was there a, was the dog. The that... weather. Yep, the dog that wanted to get back home. Yeah, because uh, he jumped onto the back of a truck or he something. Fe- and... Yeah, he fell asleep on like the back of a truck. All these things are great, and it always the little comic strip ends. <clears throat> excuse me. The little comic strip ends with the main character shouting, help! And then Commander (laughs) Khan sends in the elite beat agents and the song begins. And I just, I couldn't get enough of it. And then, if that isn't enough, throughout the song, you get little uh, snippets of the comic story playing out. So when you go into an interlude or a break, when you're not tapping away, you kind of get more of the story, which is great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and and it also uh, depending on whether you had an whether your yeah bar was in the positive or the negative also shows uh, what happens in the comic strip as well. If it's right. mostly positive, yeah, you can get different outcomes. Exactly. If it was if it was mostly positive, then like something good would happen. If it was mostly negative, then something bad would happen. But it wouldn't stop the level flowing though, which was nice. Like, you, you could mess up one or two of those, and as long as you were good at the end, you got the ending. Yeah, which, and that, that only affects your score, right? It doesn't actually affect anything else. Yeah. No, I think that just affects the score. Oh, um, yeah, that's great. Yeah, it was fantastic. I did, I did love that. I, I, um, every level had, like, three different stages or something. It was like, Yeah, about that. Some of them maybe yeah. had, like, four, I think. A couple of them had four. 
The last Gosh. level has a bunch. Oh, yeah. So uh, I was dreading that last level. <laughs> yeah, well, we're not there yet. Let's let's nope, rewind for a second. So we got there's actually four different modes of difficulty in this game. Breezing, cruising, sweating, and hard rock. I played it on cruising. Where 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 did you play? Yeah, I did breezing just to just to kind of you know knock the rust off, and then I made my way to cruising, and uh, didn't get very far in sweating at all. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean I had enough difficulty on cruising. It's that's yeah. it's not a very easy game. I mean it ramps up pretty quick. The learning curve is steep. Yeah, uh, but cruising. Cruising flowed well with the songs, I think. I think sweating got a little bit out of hand, but cruising was a, uh, it was it was nice. You you could tell when the steps were going to be in the song, which which See, I I liked. Uh, that's what made me wonder, like if sweating, I know it was going to be faster, but did it keep the beat better? Uh, I I don't know because some songs I found it wasn't exactly on beat or if it was maybe I'm just bad I I don't know (laughs) it's probably my fault but I thought (laughs) sweating might because it was a little bit faster actually might be a little bit easier for me I don't know I never tried it on sweating I I was too scared yeah Mm, no Uh, I think it was again some of them were good and some of them eh, were just a little bit off yeah did you have a favorite song or episode uh I loved honestly it's the first one the the walkie talkie man oh yeah that that song uh i always thought it was a bit of a bit of a hidden hidden gem uh when it came out well i mean when i first heard it back in the day and i was like oh okay i really like this song and no one else really knew about it and then when it popped up in this game i was like this is amazing like why did they pick this song i mean quite honestly going going down the list of songs like it seems like someone stole my iPod in middle school and was like, hey, use this. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, it was f- for, for me, and I am by no means a music aficionado, I knew maybe like half the songs, and then half of them were like brand new to me, brand spanking new, including that walkie-talkie, man. Yeah, oh, I loved that one. But yeah, like, uh, uh, yeah, this was this was like middle school not gonna lie, yeah. <laughs> so it hit you, like, hit you right in the feels. Oh, it did. It was just like, hey, remember this one? Jab. Oh, why? <laughs> My, I think the one that gave me the most trouble, and I must have played this song like 30, 40 times, was Let's Dance by Bowie. Oh, I yeah. could not, and I know that song, and I could not get it right. I don't know. I Like, just something... That one felt to me like it wasn't on beat exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. So the ones that got me, the hardest one I thought was probably the Jumpin' Jack Flash, but with the Hoobastank without a fight being tacked on at the very beginning. Because it's like kind of back to back, those two. Yeah, they, they were back to back. But I, I did enjoy the transition, though. The transition between the two was flawless and it just it seems like one ongoing just ongoing fight although two different songs go on which which i i'm so thankful that if you failed in jumping jack flash you didn't have to go all the way back to without a fight 
Yeah, they were pretty pretty nice about that, especially, and there was just uh, unlimited continues throughout the game, which was great because you are going to be playing those songs over and over and over again. I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Over and over again. And it was quick as well. When she failed, you could go back and just jump straight back into it, which yeah. you want to do. There's not, you yeah, it really sucks in games when it takes a long time to get back to where you were going through all the continues and everything. When it's nice and immediate, you still got that energy going, and you're just like, I need more, I need more. You know, you're like a drug fiend. Like, you're, you're yep. jonesing for it. And you can jump that right was... back in. It's, it's, that's nice. I really appreciate when games do that. And in, especially in Jumpin' Jack Flash, where you're just like, like the whole, it's so much, you're doing like 15 in a row. You know, And there's no break in between. Nope. Just tap, 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 and you're on to the next bit. And it's like, oh, come on now. Such a relief when you finish it. Oh, just very sad. It's one of those games, too, that feels very satisfying every time you beat a level. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just challenging enough, and it's very challenging, don't get me wrong, but it's just challenging enough that it keeps you wanting more and wanting more. Like, just one more song, one more song, one more song. Oh, yeah, and it would give you the idea of, well, maybe, like, Mm -hmm. should I go into the next one? And Mm -hmm. you're just, like, peeking through it, and next thing you know, you're, like, trying to get through this level, and you're like, oh, it's been ten minutes, whoops. (laughs) Maybe I should stop. Right. No, there's another level. (laughs) All right, well, let me hit you with some questions then. Ah, you ready for this? Away. Absolutely. All right, let's hit it. Is this a good portable game? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Definitely is a good portable game. Um, I agree. Um, it just is. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's fantastic. Um, it's a good little one-minute pickup and go through a song, put it back down, and if you can... But it's definitely portable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Quick game works. <laughs> Question number two Should this game belong in your collection? Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, it's, it's one that you'll always come back to, even though it's, a, it's, it's hardware is soon long forgotten. But, you know, that game doesn't, doesn't go anywhere. No, it's it, like a, it really is good, and I can definitely see myself picking this one up at a later date and, and trying it out again. Oh yeah, especially because I mean, with me the the uh, the earworm of Walkie Talkie Man that will just occasionally spring up on my head occasionally, <laughs> more often than it should, or more often than it has right to. <laughs> but it brings me back, yeah. and it brings me back to this game, and oh, where's that game again? <laughs> Question number three, the big one, out of five, five being perfect. How would you rate this game, Marmel? Oh, man. Um, so five is definitely difficult to give out because no game is perfect. No game is absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. And I know, on, I know on CCP we don't, we don't like to do those halves. Yeah, it's get still- out of here with your halves and quarters. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to have to give it a four. And the only reason why it's not a five is because of the little tiny nitpicky um, off beats, which in a rhythm game, it's something you should really have down, but it's still solid. Nonetheless, it's still solid. 
So I give it a four. You know, I'm right there with you. I give it a four, and it is a super solid four. I, as much as I will go back and play it, I think rhythm games do have a certain non-replayability to them. Uh, you know, when you're looking through your collection, you're like, what should I play? Rhythm games are rarely the, the ones you go back to first. Um, does that make any sense? Yeah. Does that make sense? It, it does. Um, it, it, it's kind of like the, do I want the time or do I want to have an experience again? And you want a game, you really want to experience things, like just like a story or a perfect like, character or something. Rather than a rhythm game, like a rhythm game would be more just to fill time than there's, it is. There's to... a sort, a certain emotional disconnect from it. Yeah, it's almost like a, this game I would describe as it's Red Bull in a video game. Yeah, like it'll give you wings, but then you're gonna crash. Pretty much. <laughs> well, there you go. Two fours. Two fours from us. But it doesn't matter what we think, Marmel. It matters what you guys think out there in internet world and i asked you guys Absolute. to submit your two word reviews using you using using the hashtag cc portable or just on the thread on twitter where i posted it and you guys sent in some great two word reviews and we're going to read them right now marmal do you have them in front of you i do i do indeed two word reviews are go mighty q dog says it's go very positive uh, very much so. Uh, Buried on Mars goes with Beat This. Beat This. I like it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of punny. Um, there's even some sexual innuendo in there. I'm sure Buried on Mars was uh, hoping I'm we'd sure. pick up on that. Yeah. Um, but again, very positive. A little bit. Chris R says stylus yeah. stylusin profiling. So this is calling back to old Ric Flair. Uh, he was the styling profiling, Lear jet flying, limousine riding, wheeling dealing son of a gun. So that was a nice little pun there from Chris R. Also positive. Let's keep it going. These are great. All right, here we go. Next one, Matt Bandy. It's go play. Ah, oh, I yep. think you read that correctly. That was very good. Uh, it's it's uh, he's definitely got it yep. nail on the head. And then Stephen Eider says played briefly. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why. I really like that. <laughs> now, hopefully that's just because he didn't have the time to pick it up and not because it bored him. No, because we had a good. This was like all positive so far. Don't break us exactly. up, Stephen Eider. Don't don't bring the negativity. Please no. <laughs> um, I have a two word review. Do you have a two word review? I do. In fact, I sat here and molded over dinner as well to make sure to get the perfect one. <laughs> well, I don't know what you're gonna say, but you know what I'm gonna say because you're looking at the outline. Would you like me to go first, or would you like to go first? Uh. You know what? I'll go first since you read the last one, so it would only be fair. Uh, my two-word review would have been uh, 
karaoke apocalypse. Ooh, I like it. I like I, I just, it. Every one of those songs that clicked in my head, I was like, I know this. And the words just blog from middle school are coming back out. <laughs> uh, my two-word review is going to be tap that. I think you know where I'm going with that one. Oh, yeah. Because it's a rhythm game, and it uses the stylus. Which, there's only two things you can do with that stylus. And, and that's one, one of them. them. Tap on that. <laughs> uh, cool. Those are our two-word reviews. Boom. Sweet, short, love it. Thank you guys for submitting those. And always, I like to keep you guys going. If you dug this game, you might also like... I put this month Rhythm Heaven on the Nintendo DS. Have you played Rhythm Heaven, Marmel? Uh, I haven't played it. It's the uh, I've seen it though. I'm pretty sure that's the one with the with the little uh, Japanese doki drums, right? And they uh, with the red and the blue drums, and you had to hit it like left or right or something. Yeah, it looks the way I would describe this game is kind of like WarioWare meets Elite Beat Agents. Oh, okay. So it's right. got that WarioWare really quirky style. If you could get quirkier than Elite Beat Agents, that's what you got yeah. in, in Rhythm Heaven. It's very bizarre and weird and surreal, um, but it's also very fun. So if you want to keep it going, check out Rhythm Heaven on the Nintendo DS. Did you have anything that you could think of? Um, cycling through, um, I thought I had one. And it was it was feel the magic, but I guess that would be more of along the lines of uh, of WarioWare. Though, come to think of it, I was looking back over it, I think that's more WarioWare than. Oh, okay. You know, it's funny you should mention that because I thought that might be a good contender for February for Valentine's Day. Uh, yeah, I like it. So I maybe, like it. Maybe a little tease there. We'll see. We'll see. Sprinkle it out. See what the masses think. Yeah. And that is it for Elite Beat Agents. Can you believe it? We did it. Oh, that's, wow. It's such a great game. <laughs> it's so good. I, I'm really happy that won. Uh, so thank you again for suggesting it. And, I'm, and thank you guys for voting on it, because when that vote came up, as much as all those other games look great, Elite Beat Agents was the one I was going for. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that definitely kind of fit. I kind of had to stand back. And I was like, all right, which one do I think will not get the most votes so I can tell them what's coming through? <laughs> well, all great choices. But in the end, Elite Beat Agents won. And that is the month of August for CC Portable. So why don't we talk about what's coming up in the next three months? Because I'm very excited. We got some good games coming up. Next month, Chris R. is the theme of the month. It's Chris R. month. So much like you... Marmol, he uh, got to put out four games that we all voted on, and we voted on Mega Man, Gargoyles Quest, Final Fantasy Adventure, and Final Fantasy Legend, all Game Boy games, and Gargoyles Quest won. Yes! I'm so happy. That's two in a row. Ooh, that wasn't even tracking that one, but I will, uh, I will definitely try and see on that. Have you played Gargoyles I... Quest before? Not at all. Nope. Well, spoiler not with Gargoyle's Quest. Spoiler alert, I've already played it, and I've already beat it. 
Oh. And let me just hmm. say, people, I think you should go out and get a copy of Gargoyle's Quest. And that's I'm all great. I'll say. You get no more until the podcast. Ah, uh, come on. <laughs> Uh, and keeping with the kind of spooky theme that Chris R. is starting, we're moving into October with spooky sequels and spinoffs. Now, we had a poll in the beginning of August, and you guys voted on Kid Dracula, Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon, Resident Evil Gaiden, and Ghostbusters 2. And surprise, surprise, Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon took the cake. So Yes, fantastic. Happens I to be the... That. What, say that? I've that already, so I'm happy with that one. Great. It's actually the one game I don't own. I have to Of those four, I have to go out and buy that one so I can play it. But I'm very excited. I've never played a Luigi's Mansion game uh, before. I hope it doesn't uh, uh, screw me up that I haven't played the first one. Uh, nope, because I haven't played the first one either. And this one, I don't recall it needing to have that kind of prior knowledge. Okay. You know. I have this theory why Luigi's Mansion won, and it was because of the Nintendo Direct for Smash Brothers when Luigi was murdered by uh, death. You remember that? Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. everybody was just feeling that, feeling bad for Luigi, and so they were throwing him some love for this. That's my theory. Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. Um, I remember I actually pre-ordered this game from GameStop, and I showed up, I went to go pick it up, and they handed me a receipt, and thoroughly confused. Uh, I apparently had pre-ordered the game through them, but they gave me a digital copy of Luigi's Mansion. Oh. Which I was... Yeah, I what? was confused. I I don't I I didn't know that you could pre-order a digital copy from a store. Did you? <laughs> what, did you keep it? What did you do? Yeah, no, I downloaded it through my DS, so now it's always on my DS, and it's available to me, I guess. Were I you upset, though? It. You didn't try and fight it? I would have wanted the physical. Uh, I don't know. It was some small little store in Monterey, and it was... Uh, I was actually surprised they were doing pre-orders for it, quite honestly. <laughs> wow. This was way back, like 2012. They were doing pre-orders for digital codes in 2012? Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah, I'll do Luigi's Mansion, and uh, they gave me a digital code. I was like, okay. I mean, I still got a game. Nothing new came from it. So, I mean... Who pre-orders a digital code? Why do they even do that? That makes no sense. You can just (laughs) buy it (laughs) digitally when it's out. Exactly. It is the only time that's ever happened. That is so (laughs) dumb and makes no sense to me. Well, yeah, interesting, but... If you're happy, that's all that matters. Yeah, I was happy with it. I really was. <laughs> so let's talk about November, because I'm flipping the script on you guys in November. We do have a theme, and that theme is No Shave November. A lot of people usually grow out their beards in November, uh, and we're going with that theme. So I wanted to do a beard theme, but I also didn't want to do another vote because I had one game in mind that I wanted to play and I've been wanting to play and so I'm just forcing you guys to play it and it fits my No Shave November theme and so we are going to be playing God of War Ghosts of Sparta on the PSP 
So dust off that PSP, because we're playing some God of War. Kratos. Ooh, God of War. Oh. Definitely, definitely sounds good on that one. Have you played it before? To... Have you played? Uh... I have not. I picked up a Vita a couple years back, and thoroughly enjoyed that. But I have to see if Ghost of Sparta is available for it. I think oh. you can get a dual pack on the Vita, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But I played Chains of Olympus, which came out before this. Fantastic game. But I hear Ghost of Sparta is better, and so I've been looking for a reason to play it. And I thought, hey, I do a monthly uh, podcast where we play portable games. And usually I let those guys vote, but I'm in charge, and we're not going to do a vote. I'm going to be a dictator in the month of November, and we're playing God of War. So make sure you track down that game so you can play in November. Whew. All right. We're at the end. It's time for plugs. Yeah. You ready for some plugs? Yeah. Normal. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Right plugs. Well, as always, you can check out the forums at cartridgeclub.org. And please share your experiences alongside us. You can also share your experiences on Twitter, where you can chat at me, at CC Portable Unite, and you can talk about the game you're playing, talk about games what you want to play, or if you want to be a special guest like my good friend Five Game Suicide, a.k.a. Marmel, right here. And speaking of, where can we find you, Marmel? Well, you can definitely find me on Twitter, uh, at Five Game Suicide. Uh, you can find me on the, uh, the CC, uh, what is that, Discord? Mm -hmm. I'm around in that. You can find me there. Um, you can find me on the forums occasionally if I remember to log into them. I'm pretty bad about it. But Twitter is definitely where you can get hold of me. Um, I do have a blog, but it is dead in the water. And if I keep hoping that if I keep bringing it up, that I'll actually have some motivation to do something in it, uh, it is uh, Sandbox Gaming. <laughs> it is Sandbox Gaming. Is um, that .com or where, where, where do we, just Sandbox Gaming? Where, uh, where is that at? Now, if you see, this is this is how bad it is. I can't remember where it is. I want to say it's at Blogspot, maybe. Could Blogspot. Blog I know that if you Google, if you Google Marmel and Google Sandbox Gaming, it should come up. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to dig up the old blog archives of Marmel here, you go to Sandbox something and look yep. up uh, Marmel. Let me. Let me, let me. Let me double double verify it for you guys. Like I said, if I keep bringing it up, I might do something. This is exciting. When was your last blog? Oh, God. Probably before 16, maybe. You see, <laughs> oh, hey, hey so blog long. Spot. That's like two years. Hey, yeah. yeah, there we go. Sandbox. Yep, blog spot. There it is. It's me. So what is that? Blogspot.com uh, slash or back... What is it? Slash Sandbox Gaming? Um, actually, it's marmel90.blogspot.com. Marmel, <laughs> and that's M-A-R-M-U-L 90.blogspot.com, right? Yep, that's right. I'm going to go Dang. check it out right now. I'm very excited to read what you wrote about two years ago. <laughs> yeah, two years ago, December... Okay, yeah. I don't even know. Remember playing that one? Nope, Solid Escape. Okay. Yeah, no. The main the main idea behind it was being able to play games offline. 
that don't require you to have internet connection. Ooh, I dig that. Yeah. That's right up my alley. I, I know, right? It had a good hook to it, but... <laughs> but then you lost your hook. So sad. Uh, well, February 16th? Uh, oh, I know exactly why it stopped. It's a little thing called the sandbox. <laughs> what? Yeah, 2016. I know why I stopped. February of 2016? Yep, I found my sandbox at that point. <laughs> you found your sandbox? I found... I, I, I in the mountains of Afghanistan. Oh, <laughs> well, fair enough. Okay, that's a good excuse. Yep, well, now I am not finding mountains, and I am sitting in horrible, sweaty Georgia. So. All right, well, welcome back. Enough We're glad to have the... you here. <laughs> I'm going to get this thing up and running again, then. <laughs> Well, rock and roll, buddy. Well, thank you again oh. for your suggestions, for your game of the month, and for being here. Can't thank you enough. Everybody, uh, no, let's you. give a round of applause to Five Game Suicide. Uh, too kind. Too kind. Thank you very much for allowing this podcast to, to, uh, to exist and uh, allowing rapscallions like myself to be on it. <laughs> Absolutely. It's my pleasure. So thank you again. CC Unite. Nice. Cool.